0: So there's a new team with a new uniform out, which I will be talking about first, and they have a new updated look. And then after that, we have Tom Brady coming out of retirement, possibly, maybe? Okay, whatever. Welcome world, another episode of Max Sports out today. We're gonna get right into it. We have a new uniform for the Arizona Cardinals, and hold on, hold on to your pants because, ready, they look just like the Arizona Cardinals. I know, don't blow your mind too much, but they are still the Arizona Cardinals, and they look very similar. Now, I think they had some nice updates to them. They simplified the design a little bit of the jerseys. They kind of had some weird lines going down the pants for a while. I've, I felt like it was kind of an Overly done design that is starting to look a little dated, and uh, they simplified them, got rid of the lines. It's pretty much a solid red, solid white, and it's the usual Arizona Cardinals helmet. Now, the thing that I would have liked—I'll announce it first—and I'll say the thing that I like, but they're doing for their home uniforms. It appears that they are just going to be doing all red, so jersey pants all red. For the away uniforms, it's all white, so white, white, and. They have their alternate all-black one that they used, I believe, on like a Thursday game last year. It was one of the primetime games. The only thing I would have liked about it is I think if you have a white helmet and white pants, I think the white pants and white helmet looks really good together with your home jersey. I think that the Bills, when they do their white helmet and their white pants with the blue Bills jersey, is one of the cleanest looks in the NFL. I like it a lot. Or if you have like a silver pants, I get it too, so... I, I think that the the white, red, white would look really good, and I hope that they still use that, even though it didn't really sound like they were going to. And, um, yeah, I, I it's a good look. It's It's the Cardinals. It's always been a very safe color scheme. It's not too messy with the eyes. Much better than the Rams. I'm looking at you. I think the Rams have one of the ugliest logos in the league. I think they have one of the ugliest jerseys in the league. I really did not like that redesign. I thought the classic Rams logo and the classic look not only still looked modern, but still looked really good. I think it looks better. I, if they if there was one thing I could do, like if I had one wish but I had to use it on NFL stuff, it would be to bring the Rams old uniforms back. They just look so much better than the new ones. So with that being said, let's get into some Tom Brady drama because apparently that's all he needs to do. He might be 46, but he still gossips just like your favorite middle school girl. At the lunch table. So let's go. All right. So a report came out that Tom Brady was visiting down in Miami for a bit, like every retired person does. And he was kind of asked about making a return to the Dolphins. And instead of just saying, like, no, I want to spend time with my family, and that's the reason why I retired, and that's the reason why I was supposed to retire two seasons ago. He kind of like didn't say no. Now, I don't. I think this is one of two things. One, I think it was Tom Brady was not hugged enough as a child and always needs more attention. That's the only way I can think about it. Maybe uh, the only other thing I could see is until his deal with Fox kicks in, and now he is officially a retired person in the booth. Now he's a personality of TV, not football, like a Terry Bradshaw, you know, on Fox where people don't view him as a quarterback anymore. People view him as a TV personality. I think he wants to keep his name out there as a quarterback, even if he doesn't go to Miami as a backup or whatever the case is. I don't think he's going to come back out of retirement but i think he's doing that to try and keep people remembering that he's a football player not a retired football player and maybe he's just doing that until he fully decides to take that fox deal and go into the booth next season not next season two seasons from now but what do you think about it do you think tom brady actually has any sort of chance at returning i really don't believe that i think it's it's a bunch of crap if you ask me I do wonder if the Dolphins cuz they did want Brady bad if they just like said hey here's our here's our playbook if Tua goes down you want to sign with us week 6 or something like that you want to come to the team take over for a little bit I don't know if that would that even be a good thing the Dolphins already lost a first round pick tampering with this guy do you really think that they might not do it again I don't know I think they just need to stick with Tua because between the fact that he keeps getting destroyed on the field to the point where he even considered retirement, that's not me. That's Tua saying that. And he's only, I think, 24, 25. He's a very young player. And he said he even was considering retiring and walking away from the game. Maybe that's another reason they wanted Brady or talked about Brady. Who knows anymore? But I think this just shows one thing. I don't think the Dolphins are very confident in the future of Tua, Maybe not just because of his play, but I think it's because of his durability. And we've heard them talk about Tom Brady before the, the dolphins lost their first round pick because they were trying to get Tom Brady and Sean Payton there. And it was probably one of the, the biggest draft busts. If we want to talk about it like that, because you pretty much wasted a pick on two guys who neither of them came to your team. So I don't know what to really say about it. I, I hope that the Dolphins actually would just embrace Tua and maybe, you know, help the offensive line out a bit so he's not getting hit so hard. And honestly, I think with Tua, when he was healthy, they looked like one of the most fun teams to watch in football. So I don't know why we would want to break that up with Tom Brady, who I know that the Buccaneers were an old mess with a bunch of coaches that will probably be let go this year. But I don't think he did that good last year. Most of his stats were due to the fact that they had to throw 58 times a game. They were usually behind, and they had no run game. Their run game was him checking it down to a running back. It wasn't the running back being able to break open a hole. They had no protection. It was a, it was a really bad team. So I don't think Brady should come back. I think he should retire. I think he should just say that he actually likes his family and wants to spend time with them. That's kind of the reason why he retired. But... I don't know. It's eh, what a world we're living in. Uh, do you think Tom Brady will actually come back for his 85th season? I think he's done, but feel free to tell me in our comment section, what you think. Already our final segment today will just kind of be a little bit of hodgepodge fun sports stuff that I'm going to be throwing together. Uh, because it, this episode's ending a little shorter than I would have liked. So, To start things off, I have my trivia question. I haven't done trivia in a while, but I wanted to ask you guys if you would know. Who was the last MVP that was not a quarterback? If you can guess that, I will be having that out on my Facebook page. If you think you know the answer to it, you can put it in the comment section of that post. So I always post these episodes out onto Facebook when you see that post up there. Throw your answer in the comment section. I'll have a little feed in in the comments, and you can give me the correct answer. I don't really have a prize more than like a virtual pat on the back, but if you know NFL knowledge and you know your NFL trivia, tell me if you know. Again, who was the last MVP that was not a quarterback? I'll give you a hint. It's further back than the year 2000, so we got to go back to the 1900s sometime in there. (laughs) <laughs> obviously it gives you several years to guess from but yep can you find the last non-quarterback mvp anyway moving on to other topics We well, you could go anywhere today we could talk about draft stuff we could talk about re-signings there's some interesting things around the league first off the cowboys are looking to sign cd lamb to a longer deal that's not really news we knew it he's a guy that has probably been the best receiver on their team for a while now. They're going to eye a longer deal with him. The thing for me with the Cowboys, CD Lamb is a very good receiver. I don't think that he's really that top elite tier of receiver. He's very good. He's pro bowler. He's, he's a 1,000-yard receiver. Very, very good. I don't think he's an elite top 5 to 10 receiver, which, wow, that's that's such a bad thing to say. He's, he's a great receiver, but he's just not that top tier guy. Therefore, I think they need to find a secondary guy. I don't think Brandon Cooks will be that. And they did lose Dalton Schultz. So I want to actually talk to talk about uh, my dad, who was in the comment section of our uh, draft video or er, episode, talking about how I put Bajan Robinson to the Cowboys. And he had talked about maybe Michael Mayer going to the Cowboys. I think... I, from what I've heard with a lot of draft stuff from other shows, from NFL scouts, a lot of people have been talking about Bajan Robinson being a guy that will be drafted lower despite having one of the best draft grades, mainly due to the fact that this is one of the deeper running back classes, but it's also one of the deeper... Or, well, it's also one of the shorter positions. It's one of the positions that players fall off a cliff faster. Perfect example Todd Gurley is 28 years old and he's retired from football. 28. That means you could get five good years out of Bajan Robinson. Where with a first round pick, you could get a decade and a half of good quarterback play, or you could get a decade with a top tier pass rusher or offensive lineman or receiver. You can see why the the position falls down a little bit. It's just because the demands of the position, guys get hurt a lot easier. And sometimes when they get hurt, they lose that burst that makes them very elite at their position. So I think that Robinson could be a cowboy due to the fact that I don't think they'll use Tony Pollard as an every down back. But I did like my dad's point, Mr. John T. Mayer, about Michael Mayer. He said that he didn't believe that Mayer would fall out of the dra- or of the first round, even though my mock draft did not have him in there. I mainly thought that Bajan was a guy that couldn't go later than where the Cowboys were at. I feel like someone would want to get him. And I also think that right now, from what I've heard, tight end one is Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. I think a lot of people have been moving him up draft boards a little higher than Mayer. If Mayer falls out of the first round, I think he's one of the first second round picks taken. And I I think I'm saying like pick 32, pick 33, pick 34. Got to be one of the first ones. I don't know. I've not been as high as tight ends because even though I think tight ends could last a little longer in the league than running backs, of course, you can find a good tight end in later rounds and similar to the running back classes here. There are a ton of guys that can be starting tight ends in the third and fourth round. So, while I think Mayer, I know I didn't put him in my first round mock draft because I'm trying to project where people could go. I think Mayer's my favorite tight end in the draft. I think if Bajan Robinson isn't available for the Cowboys, I think they could go with Mayer if Mayer hasn't been taken. Or if Bajan's been taken, I think they could go with Mayer as well. So, I think they go offense because I think they need offensive pieces. Yes, they have CD Lamb, and yes, they have Tony Pollard, but they really need to add that extra piece on that offense to make it very elite again. So another interesting thing, we'll be talking about my Lions for a bit. They had controversial figure Jalen Carter going as a visit to the Lions to do some workouts, probably some interviews, just kind of, you know, see what's under the hood with a guy that was supposed to be the first overall pick and is plummeting. And the Lions' general manager, Brad Holmes, has said he feels better about Jalen Carter after the visit. Now, I know I put Jalen Carter in my mock draft going to the Lions, and I had another uh, Facebook comment talking about um, there was too much baggage with him. Now, the one thing that's great about how I feel as a Lions fan today is I think our general manager, Brad Holmes, is probably the best GM ever for the Detroit Lions. I mean, that, that doesn't say a lot, knowing that we never have won a playoff game in my lifetime, but <laughs> he has done very good at building this team. Look at his recent draft classes. He's been able to find steals in round after round after round. So when it comes to Jalen Carter, he says he feels pretty good about him. Now, I think J- Jalen Carter does have concerning baggage. The fact that he couldn't even finish his his workout or his pro day, that isn't a good look. We obviously know about his off-season issues. So the thing for me with Jalen Carter that makes me potentially like the fit with the Lions is sometimes guys that end up being amazing have character concerns. An example I give is uh, Randy Moss. I almost blanked on that. How did I forget Randy Moss there? But Randy Moss fell in the draft because of his character concerns. And not only did he become a Hall of Fame player, But he did become a Hall of Fame person. Look how he carries himself on ESPN. Look how he talks about others. He is a very well-made individual now. A guy that had character concerns, had some issues, had some bumps, some bruises. Now nothing to the level of Jalen Carter. But sometimes you need to find the right system with it. And I think how we've talked about with Dan Campbell, the day he was hired with the Lions, it was bringing in a culture guy. A culture guy. And I think that is a great reason why Carter could honestly benefit more from a team like the Lions than other ones, because Dan Campbell has built a culture. He has added players to be real veterans on the team, to to lead by example, to show how to carry yourself. And I think Carter could learn from that. Uh, Chris Carter was another guy that had character concerns. There's always guys that might have character concerns, but are able to turn it around once they become actual pros and realize what it's like being an actual professional. I'm not saying that I I fully believe Jalen Carter is going to be the guy going to the lions. I think it would be a great fit. And I think if you really want to prove how good Dan Campbell is at leading a locker room, Jalen Carter could be a guy like that. He's a guy that you, you might not have been able to get once upon a time because of his high draft stock and due to his issues, you might be able to get those kinks out knowing that you have a guy like Dan Campbell who people run through fricking walls for. Now I trust, and this is where I get to a bottom line though. If they pass on Jalen Carter due to these character concerns, it makes me feel like I trust Brad Holmes, our GM, no matter what. I think that if he says, eh, I don't, I don't believe in Jalen Carter. I think the off field issues are too much. And I think we're going to pass on. him. I respect that decision and I understand it. And I, I'm fully fine with Carter going to another play or another team. If we draft him, though, I'm not going to go, oh, the baggage, the baggage, the baggage, only because that means the best GM in Lions history believes that they can get the best out of him. And if they believe it, I've seen I've seen enough proof in these last two seasons with them not only drafting assets, but seeing how they built a culture and turned it around last year. I I completely understand taking Jalen Carter, and I would be completely fine with it. Right now, it's not the guy that I need on the Lions. I think Will Anderson would be my favorite draft prospect. But if Carter is available and they feel okay taking him, I have trusted Dan Campbell enough, and I trust um, Brad Holmes. I almost said Bob Quinn, our old GMGs. But I, I I trust Brad Holmes as well with his draft assets that I, I would be okay if they took Jalen Carter, and I wouldn't be worried about it. But that is where I'm at with the Jalen Carter saga. Again, I would probably prefer Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson if either of them are available, but here we are. So that will be the episode for today. It's going to be a little shorter. Not a ton happening around the league, unfortunately, friends. But we do have the draft coming up. We are now, what, five days away, six days away from the draft? Whew, I am so excited. I am so excited about my, to see what my lines do. I know there's a lot of other fans. I don't know if everyone gets as hyped about the draft as I do, because I really do like seeing the next generation of players and where they get drafted and all this kind of fun stuff. But some people really don't pay attention to the offseason. So bottom line, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your episode of Max Sports. I'll see you on Monday. Take care, everybody.